We have to understand, 99% of the time, 99, their ideas and the stuff they get into fall away. So if every time we hit a speed bump, we start saying, oh, I got to stop her, I got to stop him, I got to criticize and go back to that, it would have fallen away anyway. By the end of the year, you have no relationship. Let's say on the video what he just told me. She told her mother something terrible, terrible. And a normal mother would cry and scream and yell and criticize. And the mother said, okay, and complimented it. A few weeks later, it's over. And she never lost her mommy. So what would have happened if you would have yelled and screamed and, and criticized? She told her mommy, that's why, because of mommy's reaction, that's why I tell you everything. So she has a mommy and a daddy that she could share her life with. The good, the bad, the ugly. She's better off than the other girl who's just as bad as her and can't share with her parents. Because my parents are going to have a heart attack and scream at me and yell at me and curse me. Those girls are vulnerable for everything in the world. Have to say your story, and she's sitting here, she can verify the story. She and her husband gave her daughter everything. Everything. The amount of money you spent on your daughter, you could raise 12 kids. Easy. And they're not very wealthy people. Right? Hang on, you're on video. You don't want to be on video. Okay? They paid for everything and they did everything right. Mamish. Her daughter has a friend. And her friend, I don't know how to say this in mixed company, it's not so nice. Her friend, how old was her friend? 17, 18? Okay, her friend has a, a friend who's a man who's 50, 60? And he takes her friend everywhere. On private jets, go on vacation, unlimited credit card, spoils her, go shopping. There's words for this relationship that we're not going to discuss right now. And then, this guy saw her daughter with the friend. Tells his friend, tell your friend, are you confused? Tells the other girl, his girl, tell your friend she can join us. And I'll give her a credit card, unlimited credit card, right? And she could fly with us in a private jet all around the world. It's a great life. It's a wonderful life. She can go shopping. She she, she doesn't have, she can't spend $10,000 now on shopping. The guy offered her the world. The world. See, a lot of the women here are saying, what's his number? Just a joke. The world, the guy offered her the world, the young girl. Right? And she said, tell your friend, the the old man, the pig, I don't need him. I have parents. And they give me everything I need. This is your only choice. Either your kid is going to have parents, and you could save them from being vulnerable to all the bad stuff out there, or they feel that they don't have parents. You didn't stop any sin by saying, I can't look at you. I can't look at... A father said, I can't look at you. I told him, when you go to sleep at night, you don't see your son? He's sinning more. You're going to learn tomorrow. You are over alive because they're going to sin more. Kids who are disconnected from home sin more for longer time. So whatever tattoos they're going to do, whatever trafe they're going to do, they're healthier, safer, 
and a better chance to come back to Yiddishkeit as well. In every battlefield, we win. If I have mommy and tati, I can tell them anything. And they're not going to criticize me. And they're not going to vomit and throw up. And you're going to hold in. Yeah, you'll hang up the phone and you'll cry. You'll cry for your kid who's going through such pain and making bad mistakes, decisions maybe, and going through all these things. Yeah, people in pain who want to die make bad decisions. And our problem is not their decisions. It's that what caused it. Like the Nava Minsk Rebbe, Shusi taught us. There's a tachas. When you see somebody that's not serving Hashem B'Simcha, there's a reason. Could have said key. Could have said other words. But tachas means under. What's underneath? There's always a reason why somebody is the way they are. And now, oh, I caught you using electronics and Shabbos. I caught you with a girl. I caught you with a boy. I caught you. This didn't start now. This started a long, 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 long time ago. So what you did is you gave your your child parents. That's what you're doing. And because you didn't criticize, when this stage stage left, how does it say? At the end of the scene? Scene over, stage right, exit right, there's a word for it. The scene is over, and whatever his name is is gone. And who stays for the next scene? Mommy and Daddy. So there's going to be a hundred things, 99 of them are going to fall away anyway. But no matter what, and the other one, just because you're there, it's going to happen anyway. You have to be in every single scene of this show because I need you to be in the last scene, which is when you're walking them down to a chuppah kedas moishev Yisrael. You can't be out of it. So every time there's a bump in the road, Avi, what do I do? Avi, what do I do? It's the same thing. Don't lose the patient. Don't let go of the patient. Because if you let go of the patient then they're parentless. And I'll end with a story that I always say, one of my favorite stories. There was parents that came here to train, and on Monday, the next week, like next Monday, he came, he was standing right here, and he tells me, Avi, I gave my daughter an iPhone. He never wanted to buy his daughter. I should buy my kid an iPhone? I should buy my daughter all that trafe? He asked his Rav, he got permission, everything we do with, with rabbinical supervision. Bought his kid an iPhone. He says, Avi, I gave my daughter an iPhone. I said, no. You gave your daughter a daddy. That's why we're doing this. I don't want you to give him an iPhone. I want you to give him an Abba. He said, you don't know how right you are. It was a few years that they were fighting with her. And in the fight, she just got worse and worse and worse and worse. And also she was suicidal and she was cutting herself and she had tattoos and she was addicted. She was mamish the bottom of the world. Mamish, and they're fighting. Can't come to the house like this. You're not sneers. Fighting, fighting with the sick kid. Making her so much sicker that in her phone, in her old phone, under the father's name, it didn't say daddy. You know what it said? Satan. Satan. She has a chance to live. And mommy was Satan's mistress. This is, this is how she referred to her mother and her father. So sad on so many levels. First of all, make sure to go that way. So, first of all, it's so sad that they love her more than anything. And all their love did was make her so sick. And second of all, all her love did, all their love did was make her think of this, that she has no parents. And they were right here. 
And they gave her the iPhone, which she had anyway. Didn't do anything wrong. And all of a sudden, she has a mommy and a daddy. He said, you gave your daughter a daddy. This is what it takes to give your kids a mommy and a tati. A mommy and a daddy. And we're going to do it until the Rav says no. And I never had a Rav say no. Never. Any Shaila that we ask, the four of us together, I never got to know. Because I know the sugya. I wouldn't tell you to do something you're not allowed to do. Is it gishmak? None of this is gishmak. Does it work? Oh yeah. Because if a child feels I have a mother and a father, they have a chance to live. They're going to see dmust yuknoi shel avi. And what does it make them feel? Does it make them feel like I want to kill myself? Or they see the vision of their father and they say, I want to live. That's up to you. Says the Nesiva Shalom. Yosef was all alone in Mitzrayim. 17-year-old kid, all alone in Mitzrayim, Ervas Haaretz. And, and the Medrash says that the Nesayin was too big for him. He was a Gefalana. He was a Nidach. He was lost. He saw Dmustyuk Neishel Avi. He saw the image of his father. Says the Nesiva Shalom. I get chills. B'shuv Yachid. He connected himself emotionally to his father who never stopped believing in him. He says, the koyach of of the Nesayin came The chapter before, they tell him, give up on Yosef, he's off the derech, he's gone, forget it, give up on him. He says, I'm not going to give up on my Yosef. That's the koyach, next parsha when he's facing the biggest Nesayin of his life, Vayimoin, it says. The kayach of Vayimoin to that Nasayin came Vayimoin l'snachim. I have a father that will never give up on me. The kayach of Vayimoin of her daughter to turn down an unlimited credit card, which a lot of people would accept, came because Vayimoin. Because she had a mother and a father who refused to give up on her, even though she doesn't wear clothing, mostly not wearing clothing. You saw the Musyuk Neshel Avi. <laughs> I taught you. And a lot of parents say they're about to make a mistake. You saw his father's vision. What does your kid think when they see you? When they think of you, do they think, you know, one more step and that's over and I have to feel that I'm a loser and that they'll be happy? Kids tell me, yeah, I know my parents are going to cry for seven days and they're going to be relieved. They're going to be so relieved that's over. I want them to think of you and say, I can't do this to them. We have a tzaddikis, TP mom, black belt sitting right there. I'm going to tell the story. You could verify it. Unfortunately, her sweet daughter, who went through Gehenim, came to a matziv that she couldn't live anymore. And she said she decided to kill herself. We were zeichet to three miracles that day. She said goodbye on Facebook, Correct? When you say goodbye to the world on Facebook and you shut down, it's very bad. Very, very bad. She took her pills. She had very heavy pills. And she started to swallow her pills. First miracle, if she would have had a big, a big gulp, 20-ounce thing of water, she would not be here today. She had a cup. cup ran out of water. She had to refill her water. Second miracle, she took her phone with her. Can you imagine in the middle of killing yourself, you take your phone with you? Imagine a guy jumps off a bridge, and on the way down, bring, bring, he's like, hello, 
She's in the middle of ending her life. Rahman al-Litzlan. She took her phone with her. She fills up the water. 14 pills, 15 pills, 16 pills. How many did she take total? A lot. And the miracle was right then. Mommy found out about it. Somebody called you. They saw the post on Facebook that she said goodbye. Mommy called. She looked at her phone. And on the phone number pops up a picture of Mommy. She sees her mother's picture and she says, I can't do this to her. She'll never get over me. Years of patience and tolerance and TP and tefillah and, and tears and doing the right thing. Years of bushes, years of uh, all of your skill. For that moment that she should see the mustiuk shall imi and say, I can't do this to her. She'll never get over me. She picked up mommy, call Hatzalah. 